Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Smiling Sonia here. It's Monday the 14th of September 2020. I've just walked for 15 minutes. My timer went off. I've turned. I'm going back now. So I'm working this morning and I'm adding an additional hour to my day. I changed my my morning routine slightly this morning. This morning, in fact, I've changed it back to what it was originally. In terms of, I've just uh, changed round something. So when I first started this morning routine, I would put my exercise clothes on before having my shower. And obviously I'll get back in, have my shower, have my breakfast. And I'm not sure at what point I swapped it that I was having my shower first and then going for my walk. And to be honest, <laughs> when I do come back in for my walk, because I you know, sweat a little bit, I do sort of freshen up. So... I just for whatever reason this morning I saw I got out of bed a little bit later and I just wanted to get out for my walk <laughs> so I just put my exercise clothes on straight away I came out so that's much quicker obviously brush my teeth first and I come out so I have my shower and I get back in my thoughts this morning are around financial anxiety. Uh, I'm not sure, I think I was listening to a podcast and I saw the term financial anxiety come up as a title. And I thought, actually, that is, that is the thing, that's the biggie. And if I think about what I've get anxious about and my fears over the years it's mainly the big one is finances and then it's you know finances are linked to my health and I guess the thing about money and this is what I was thinking people don't like talking about money people there's a lot of shame around money and I know that in relationships, and it definitely happened in mine, money was a big issue. Um, there were arguments around money. And there's a continue, isn't there? There's, there's the one side where uh, you've got someone who doesn't want to spend money, and you've got the other side where you have someone who, doesn't, who does want to spend money. And we're in the middle of this COVID 
pandemic at the moment. And because of lockdown and the restrictions, people haven't been able to spend money. Well, at least in the way, there's a lot of anxiety about spending money. And of course, people have lost their jobs. People have been furloughed, where our government has paid employers uh, to, to continue paying their employees. I'm not sure what it was, 70, 75% of their wages. But that is going to come to an end. And for some people, they will not be returning to their jobs. And of course, I talk about chronic illness and how in terms of finances, that worry about being off for a long period of time and you know going beyond that point at which your employer continues paying sick pay and potentially losing your job and I've definitely obviously know of incidents where people do get ill and they, they lose their job because of it. And so we're in a situation at the moment where thousands, millions of people <clears throat> are in that situation where they probably thought they had job security and then all of a sudden it's not there. <clears throat> For some people, some people have had some kind of buffer, uh, an emergency fund, and whilst of course others haven't. And I guess for me, I, I've always had, I've always worried about money. <laughs> I've always worried about not having enough. I've always worried about losing it. And struggled um, in a relationship where the other person sort of lived very much for the now and felt restricted and wanted to spend. And I was looking to the future and thinking, yeah, but we need to make sure we, we have some money for this. And what if, what if that happens? And what if that happens? <laughs> And there's that sort of tug of war that goes on. And, and I would, I tended to lose the tug of war <sighs> because I wanted to please the other person. And then in private, I'd be worried and didn't have anybody to talk to about it really. Didn't want to talk to other people about it. Oh, embarrassed really so yes yeah, so financial financial anxiety I suppose it impacts on us in in different ways and for me when when I realized a few years ago that I was just I was just that, that was just at the top of my mind I was just so worried about it single thinking about our future, retirement, pensions, all that. 
I that's when I decided that rather than avoid and just not not do anything and I think that's what some people do they just avoid <laughs> and and I, I lived with somebody who literally did not open letters so a letter would drop through and because they thought it was going to be asking for them for money <laughs> or out or from the bank or etc they just didn't open the letter and my view is well, you need to open the letter so you know what it's about so that you can do something about it so I've never been somebody that avoided and and I guess that's why I I just really put my head down and decided to educate myself about finances and and as I was educating myself I think one of the things that came into my mind was I wish I'd done this many years before but we do things when it's the right time for us to do it and it doesn't matter when you start the thing is to start now and for me the layers are spending an understanding about my spending and just taking control of that but knowing how to because I don't think it's just as easy it's just something you can just do overnight I did a lot of reading a lot of researching a lot of trying things out and experimenting and then I found ways to control my spending and it had to start with you know changing my mindset you know values and beliefs okay and that affects the way I think and then your behavior and uh, and so I had to change my thinking around money and then saving and then really really understanding that saving was really key that and that, that actually it was about this thing about paying myself first and that's what that's what got it for me uh, this understanding that get your money comes in and that we pay everybody else before ourselves and so just by switching and so actually let me pay myself first and then from what's left over pay for the other things and it did mean saying no to some things but by saying no to certain things I was saying yes to me again that's another mindset shift I kept and I've, I applied that in many things many areas when I say yes <laughs> to that I'm saying no to me and I wanted to say yes to me more and more and I think the key thing and this is the key thing that I've now understood or I'm now understanding at the great the grand age of 57 but it's never too late investing and so I, I know I've heard about investing in the past I've, I've looked shares, looked into investing in property etc but and in trying to do some things I've spent money on to, to try to do something but didn't really understand the process because what I for me it was yeah you know control your spending so that you live within your means and then you can save 
money and it was a saving the money that you need to say, 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 say. But saving on its own does not create wealth. And if you think about the moment, <laughs> the interest rate is, I think it's less than 1%. The money, money's not going to grow. <laughs> and, I, and I did understand this, but somehow it kind of got lost. That you save so that you have money and you take a part of that money. So you make sure you have your emergency fund in case of any crisis. And then you can take some money and invest so that money grows and that's where you invest whether it's in property whether you invest in a business whether you invest in stocks and shares and it's stocks and shares really that people say is the place because you need to get a higher return invest in assets invest in things that grow money and the average person I think we we think that we're investing in stuff and we buy things that we see as valuable, but we tend to buy things that depreciate. You know, people want to buy that brand new car, and it looks, that car depreciates, doesn't it, as soon as it comes off the forecourt. So I set a new goal in my head, new ideas in my head that I want to live within my means, I want to be debt free, I want to have savings and have an emergency fund and I want to then have excess money that I can invest. I hadn't thought about that before and I hadn't thought about it in, in those steps and I was trying to, I was trying to do things in the past when I was in that place where I was overspending, where I was in lots of debt, and I thought the way that I can get out of debt was to do these, these different things that required money, and so I spent more money and got more into debt. And then got to a point in my life, of course, where my illness meant I just didn't have the energy to, to do these these extra things and I guess we have to get to a point of desperation sometimes don't we we start looking at things in a different way now I mean I don't think well for me I don't think financial anxiety has gone away completely but I am more confident about money uh, I think that in, in this this time when you know with the house and what I want to do going forwards, I think I have a lot more information, uh, a lot more understanding to the point that I realize that actually I need to speak to a financial advisor, a financial planner, in fact. Because I know that there are still things that I don't fully understand. 
and I need somebody that's an expert that can talk to me about, okay, this is where you are now, this is where you are financially, okay, if this is where you want to go, this is what, where you want to be in X amount of years, and these are some of the things in between that you've got to negotiate, then these are your options. Because I don't understand the finance world enough. And, you know, if I have a certain amount of money, about taxes and stuff like that, I don't know enough of the financial world and the jargon to just do it myself. And, and I was wanting to do stuff on my own. I was thinking, yes, I can read this book. I can watch this video, I can listen to this podcast. And so there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot I have heard. There's a lot that I now know. There's stuff that I understand, but I, there are still things I'm unsure about in the way that they link together. And that's where I need a professional. And uh, I'm willing to invest in a financial planner to make sure that I make the right decisions now. Because I'm at the age now, really, that I, I can't afford to make mistakes. I'm 57. In a previous world, uh, I would have been retiring in three years' time. But uh, things change and now it's six to seven. So I've got about eight, nine and a half years. And that's not, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a long time. Although it is a long time <laughs> as well. So, yeah, financial, financial anxiety. Really, this morning was the first time that I kind of thinking about it as a topic on its own and I'm probably going to be listening to some more podcasts about it but I think that for me especially doing this podcast with the project that I'm doing at the moment is I want I want to talk about money I want to help people talk about talk about money I want to help women in particular talk about money uh I'm a manager and I think that you now people can see you in a particular position and think, oh, well, you must be okay financially. But there are still financial pressures. I'm indoors now. Financial pressures. And uh, yeah, I, I want to help people talk, feel more comfortable about talking about money so that they can start taking control and I think especially when you have a chronic illness and it can feel as if your options are limited and then there's that fear and you know anxiety doesn't, doesn't help does it, I mean it's just another stressor that we can do without especially when we're trying to recover, we're trying to manage symptoms. And then when we're told that stress, stress 
affects affects you both mentally and physically anyway i'm back now what time is it right okay yeah time on 7:45 i shall have my shower i shall cook my breakfast and then i'll be in front of my work laptop anyway you take care and i'll speak to you soon